0: Riley here on BillO'Reilly.com. We're very glad you're watching us. Um, I was watching the uh, network and cable coverage, and the terror dog fell asleep. I promise you will not fall asleep during this broadcast. The winner of Super Tuesday is Joe Biden. Say it ain't so, Joe. He has Kick some serious butt in Virginia, North Carolina, Alabama. Competitive everywhere else. Um, Bernie Sanders got to be disappointed tonight. He took his home state of Vermont. He'll win a few more, California. But Texas is the big one. And we'll get to that uh, in a moment. Polls close in Texas. Uh, I think they are closed except for El Paso County. They just closed. So the big losers are two. Elizabeth Warren has to quit. Probably tomorrow. Um, She has the money to carry on, but no chance. So why would she stay in? I mean, there's no reason. She may win her home state or Massachusetts, but she may not. So what are you doing? And the irony of it is the other loser is Mayor Mike, whom Elizabeth Warren destroyed. And this is the big story of the night on the loser side, okay? So you remember the first debate that Elizabeth Warren attacked Mike Bloomberg uh, with all kinds of stuff, that he's a bad guy, he's this, he's that, you heard it. And Bloomberg stood there, absorbed it, had no comeback, looked weak. That's the worst thing that you can do in politics is look weak, all right? There's no worse thing than that. Um, so after that, it was all downhill despite the ads and the second debate, you know, Mike didn't do much better. She started again, Warren. Now she is a nasty woman and it's good for the country that she's out of the race and or will be soon. But all Bloomberg had to do was turn to Elizabeth Warren and say, Senator, you have some nerve. You built your career on a fraud by putting down on job applications that you were a Native American, and you have the gall, the audacity to call my character into question? That is all that man had to do. And for all his billions, $60 billion, Mike Bloomberg was not smart enough or courageous enough to do it. If he had done that, Bloomberg would be a factor. But he isn't any longer. Yes, he carried American Samoa. Yay. I think he might have bought it, but I'm not sure. But he did carry and won American Samoa. Tulsi Gabbard got a delegate out of American Samoa. Never been there. I hear it's a nice place. Um, So Bloomberg is done. And I learned today that he has stopped his ad buys except for Florida. Interesting that And he can pull those ads. So what I think is gonna happen is that Bloomberg is gonna make a deal with Say It Ain't So Joe. The deal will be whatever Bloomberg wants as far as a cabinet position, maybe Secretary of the Treasury, maybe an ambassadorship to England, Great Britain, but he'll make a deal and then you'll see him go by. I don't think he's gonna waste any more money. I could be wrong about that, I don't know Bloomberg. I know Warren's done. Bye, good. Bloomberg, I don't know. All right, so let's get into the Bernie Biden race, which is it now. That's it. And all this pie in the sky about Michelle Obama might come in, Hillary Clinton might come in. That's not gonna happen after tonight because Biden has done very well. He's changed the equation. All right, so Oklahoma just called for Biden. Um, Bloomberg competed there, but Biden won in Oklahoma. Colorado, Sanders. If you saw the exit polling in Colorado, the Democrats out there are way out there. They're Fidelistas out in Colorado. I don't know how that happened. I guess Boulder expanded. When I lived in Colorado, I was not near that. Although Trump could carry that state. Could. i not saying he will, but he could. But anyway, Colorado goes for Sanders. California will go for Sanders. So the big one is Texas. But even if Biden loses Texas, it's going to be like this. It's going to be real small. It's a fight. Okay? So we know the Democratic establishment, this is John Podesta, Rahm Emanuel, Terry McAuliffe, all of these people. All right? Some tied to Obama, some tied to Clinton. They don't want Bernie. They know Bernie. Bernie's capacity, if he were to get the nomination, is 15 states. That's all he could win. So if you do the math, that's 35 for Trump. And I've studied the, the demographics and there's just no way that Bernie Sanders, the socialist, takes more than 15 states. He can't. Just based on the population and how they voted in the past. All right, so let's run it down. Uh, Virginia, huge for Biden. He didn't spend any money there, all right? Uh, Whereas Bloomberg spent millions. Um, Vermont, Bernie, you know that. North Carolina, big for Biden. African-American vote broke big. Alabama, African-American vote, Biden. Uh, Oklahoma, Biden. Um, Maine is back and forth. Massachusetts, back and forth. Um, Texas, we don't know yet. Colorado, Sanders. So let's just assume that um, Sanders wins California, which we know he will. Colorado, we'll give him Texas. We'll give Bernie Texas. But it, that could go to Biden. All right. Um, Minnesota, ooh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Tennessee, I think Biden's going to win. Utah, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Utah, <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. Um, so even if the, all of those break for, uh, for Sanders, it's still Biden's going to get, you know, enough delegates to keep him in. And money, money, tomorrow, Joe, Joe Biden, they're going to be writing checks to Joe, PayPal, Joe. And uh, Biden, all he has to do is stay close. Because we know now that Bernie Sanders is not going to get the 1,991 delegates that you have to get to secure the nomination in the primary system. That's not going to happen. All right, we know now. So it's going to be nobody has won and they'll all pile into Milwaukee. And there's the way on this planet that the Democratic establishment and the super delegates are going to go for Sanders. It's not going to happen. So Biden's in really good shape. But here's the problem with Joe. And it is a huge problem. Um, Joe can't speak. I'm going to show you, and I'm not doing this to be mean. Some right-wing commentators, of which I am not a right-wing commentator, I'm an independent commentator. But some right-wing commentators, they're mean to Joe. Joe's having problems. But because this affects you, the American citizen, all right, you need to see it. Roll it. Look, tomorrow superstar Tuesday, and I want to thank you all. I tell you what, I'm rushing ahead, aren't I? We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by go, you know the you know the thing. <laughs> okay, I do know it, Joe. Endowed by your creator. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. But you either don't know it or didn't want to use the word creator. Which is possible because your party uh, is not exactly friendly to religion or the deity. Okay? Bernie Sanders is an atheist. I just found that out. I didn't know that. But he's an atheist. Um, not not to say there's anything wrong with being an atheist. <laughs> I'm not condemning him. That would be unchristian of me to do it. But not only is he a socialist, he's an atheist too. Karl Marx loved love Bernie. Anyway. Um... Biden can't speak. He can't formulate his thoughts into words. That's going to be really tough. Now, what is going to happen? They're going to keep old Joe away from the national media. They're going to do him state by state. All right, he'll do local. But they're going to keep him away. Because they know it's a disaster waiting to happen. And they'll do a lot of ads to get money in Joe Joe's this, Joe's that, Joe can be trumped up 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 And I don't know if Joe Biden is going to attack Bernie Sanders. I don't know that. Um, they may think they can win without doing that. Because the Sanders supporters are going to be so blank and angry when they get to the convention. And Sanders is going to have a bunch of delegates. He's going to go in probably with more than Joe. It'll be close. Uh, But he's not going to get it. And then the Sanders, Bernie bros, what are they going to do? There's not enough for them to do a Chicago 68. They're not going to be able to do that. And the Milwaukee authorities will have it, like Cleveland when I was there last time around. I mean, very hard uh, to cause a lot of damage. Um, But the Bernie people may not go for Biden. And Biden's got to think about that now. So in order for Biden to beat Trump, Biden needs every Democrat to come out, everybody. If the Bernie bro's gonna stay home, and, you know, Bernie's got about 20, 25% of the party, um, if that happens, then Trump wins. The other thing I wanna tell you about, um, and we are watching uh, the races now, but I think we've got all we're gonna get as far as projections. Tech's gonna take some time. California, the polls don't close for another few hours. Uh, Colorado, we already call for Sanders. Um, We should get a little definition on Massachusetts, Maine, uh, Tennessee. Um, We should get those. So polling. I am now convinced that this is the biggest con in the United States. All right. I never have trusted the polling. I've told you that. Only one poll was accurate in the Trump-Hillary Clinton race, and that was Rasmussen. So listen to this. All right, on Saturday, February 28th, morning consult poll, 5,334 Democratic primary voters. All right, 5,000, huge sample. Bernie Sanders, 33%, Joe Biden, 21%. This is Saturday before the South Carolina vote was counted. Today, today, same poll, morning consult. 961 Democratic primary voters, Biden 36, Bernie Sanders 28. So in the space of three days, Biden goes up 15 percentage points and Sanders sinks five. These polls get paid. These posters get paid no matter what they put out. Okay. They get paid no matter what. They put stuff out. They don't know if it's true. All right. They just throw it out and they get the check. This is impossible. One state, South Carolina, and this swings like that. What console did was it said, hmm, hmm. This looks like Biden's got some mo momentum. So we better get Biden into the winning spot. I'm telling you, this polling and that is the best I have ever seen. Unbelievable. Last Saturday, Sanders at 33, now 28. Biden at 21, now 36. This is a national poll among Democrat primary voters. Okay. So going forward, we have a number of other primaries. I have them written down somewhere and I will find them. Um, We have a number of poll of primaries yet to come. March 10th, Idaho, Michigan, Mississippi, Missouri, North Dakota, Washington State. March 17th, St. Patrick's Day. Arizona, Florida, Illinois, Ohio. Okay? And that's pretty much it. There's a few more, but that's pretty much all. Now, Idaho, I have no idea. Michigan, Mississippi, they're going for Biden. African-American vote. Okay, Missouri, I think they'll go for Biden. North Dakota, don't know. Washington State, Bernie. All right, on St. Patrick's Day, Arizona, tough call. I'd say maybe Bernie's got a chance there. Florida, Biden. Although the uh, Hispanic vote is going for Bernie, but I think that's going to de-intensify. Illinois, Bernie. Ohio, Biden. So it's Biden, Bernie, Biden, Bernie, Biden, Bernie. Now of the two of them, if you're on a debate stage, so there's only two left, you gotta figure they'll debate, right? They don't really have to. So Biden can't speak. And Bernie says the same thing over and over 10,000 times. I don't know what kind of debate this is gonna be because the moderators, you've seen the moderators, there what, 10 debates? I think there've been 10. Has any moderator in any of those 10 impressed you? Anybody? That's shocking to me. It's my profession. I'm sitting there, I'm waiting for somebody to ask an incisive question. Now, I want to get into something that's very important that nobody else will tell you. You know if you're a BillOReilly.com premium member, and if you're not, I hope you will become one. Because we're going to have the best coverage of the presidential election, which is the most important election of our lifetime. Coming up. All right, we're going to have the best coverage right here. So, you know if you watch me. That I have told you, the journalism industry in print and television is now top down corporate. The corporations control it. Okay? The corporations do not want Bernie Sanders to win. It's obvious. Okay? Because Bernie Sanders is gonna go in and quadruple taxation on all American corporations. And he's going to go in, and he's going to just take a a sledgehammer to the corporate structure in this country. We're talking Comcast. We're talking AT&T. We're talking Fox. We're talking CBS. We're talking uh, Disney, ABC. They don't want Bernie Sanders. All right? The chieftains, the board of directors, don't want him. So, very subtly... That message goes out to the news managers. All right? Now, they'll deny it, but I know it's true. I worked in the business for 45 years. I saw it firsthand. Very subtly, the message goes out. Mm, Not so much Bernie. You see it tomorrow. It's going to start tomorrow. Biden's going to, oh, the resurgent Joe. Joe is resurgent. How did that, happen? how did Joe do it? Joe didn't do it. African-American voters did it. That's who did it. Not Joe. Joe doesn't know whether it's Super Tuesday or Super Thursday. He doesn't know. Right. But he did come back and go, I'm getting ahead of myself. So he's not totally out of it. All right, in that little lat flood that he made. So the corporate structure that runs the big national news agencies I want any part of Bernie Sanders. That's going to hurt the Berne Meister and the Bernie bros. Big time. Now, NBC News, very far left. They can't come out and really hammer Bernie. They can't do that. Because too many of their people, their viewers, love Bernie. But you're going to see the preponderance of coverage is going to be on Biden and Biden could beat Trump. That's gonna be the theme. Biden could beat the devil, Donald Trump. You're gonna see that on CNN, ABC, CBS, NBC, and MSNBC. Now, the New York Times and Washington Post is a little bit different. Jeff Bezos owns the Washington Post. He's the Amazon guy. Bezos just bought a $160 million home, okay? Now, Bezos doesn't want Bernie Sanders. Because Bernie Sanders is going to come in and take Bezos' stuff. And he's going to hit Amazon all day long. That's Washington Post. Okay? The New York Times is not corporate run. They have a company. It's run by the Solzberger family, ardent leftists from way back. It used to be they hired journalists without an ideological agenda. That stopped about 10 years ago after the Iraq War, maybe, yeah, maybe 16 or 17 years ago. Once the Iraq War went south, all the press went really far left. So the New York Times, they still have a lot of Bernie sympathizers there. People who, um, you know, really want a socialist revolution. That's what they want, okay? But they're united in the fact that they hate Trump. So there's gonna be a lot of meetings at the New York Times, how do we do this? Um, they don't have a corporate master like the Washington Post does and all of the television people. Now how it works is this. So I'm the anchor of the O'Reilly Factor, all right? And nobody ever in my 20 years plus at Fox told me what to do or what to say. Ever. Not one time. But I knew there was a prevailing wisdom a prevailing wisdom in the corporation. And you could see it in certain places. Now, I didn't care and I didn't even pay attention. I was going to analyze the news as I saw it. Okay. And I wasn't going to be a puppet. And I wasn't, I never did it. And I knew that my compatriots, I knew exactly who they were and who the people were that were scared of their jobs, and more susceptible of being told what to do, and who the people were that weren't. I mean, a guy like Sean Hannity, for example, nobody tells Hannity what to say. Nobody. Nobody ever has. He is a confirmed conservative, all right? And for the first time in broadcast history, a guy like that got a program on Fox when it first started in 1996. But there were others who were malleable. On CNN and MSNBC, they're all malleable. They don't have any stars. I mean, the biggest name, Chris Matthews, got vaporized. I don't really understand why, but he's gone. Because his corporate masters didn't want to put up with whatever was coming against Matthews. Boom, gone. Um, That's the way it is. Believe me, if you're not a superstar, if you're not making them directly billions of dollars, you do what you're told. So you're gonna see, and this is fascinating, you're gonna see a shift that begins tomorrow on both network and cable news. that Joe Biden boy, you know, he really has got that uh, thing going. He's got momentum now. Big Joe, (laughs) you, you mark my words. Now, Bernie and his people they know it's coming. They know the fix is in. So they're very disappointed tonight. And I didn't want to put Bernie Sanders in the loser category because he is going to win a biggest state, California. He didn't win Colorado. He'll probably win Maine or Massachusetts, or one of those. Um, and maybe another one, Minnesota, maybe. So Bernie didn't get knocked out like Elizabeth Warren and he, and he isn't on the ropes. He's still got a constituency and a loyal one. He'll still be able to raise a lot of money. But Bernie and his crew have got to know that this is not a good time for them. That they're up against it. That the populist revolution they needed to override the corporations and the establishment Democrats, Podesta, Emanuel, these guys, They needed a populist wave to override that, like Trump had. Trump's wave crushed the Republican establishment, which didn't want any part of him. And we all saw it. There's not going to be a Bernie wave. That wave is low tide Bernie. Now they got to know that tonight. So what do they do? What do they do? I guess you hope, that Joe Biden self-destructs, all right? So it's going to be March 4th tomorrow. He's got to make it to July, all right? He's got to make it to July, Biden. It's kind of a long time. And it going to happen. So they got to just keep on keeping on. This is the Bernie Sanders people, hoping that Joe just can't do it something happens. And that's their really only hope. I can't see Biden. And I want to harken back to six months ago when I predicted Biden would get the nomination. Now, I've been critical of Biden. I've wavered a little, but I never threw him under the bus. I never said I'm withdrawing my prediction because I kind of knew that the corporate establishment and the Democratic establishment, which, by the way, the media and the Democrats are simpatico. There are no giant media companies aligned with the Republican Party. None. Now, you might say the banks and all of that, maybe. But media companies, all right, none. So I knew that Biden would always have that connection running against a socialist. But he was so, and is, so uncomfortable on the campaign trail. He can't, as I mentioned, speak. His thoughts can't go to his mouth. Now, you're all wondering, okay, what's the debate between Trump and Biden going to look like? (sighs) Trump would have a lot easier time with Bernie Sanders. The president wants to run against Sanders because he can dunk him 50 times just on the socialism stuff. Open borders, you name it. I did a radio commentary today that said, I can't even believe anybody votes for Bernie Sanders. You think that the uh, coronavirus hurt the stock market? That's a pinprick to what would happen to the stock market if Bernie Sanders ever got elected. You want open borders? You want all prisoners released from the penitentiaries, that's what you get under Bernie. Bernie's got everybody's going to be out, and anybody wants to come in can come in. What about the coronavirus, Bernie? Open borders, anybody can come on in. That's your policy, pal. You wouldn't put anybody down there. You wouldn't stop anybody. This is what you're voting for. How can people vote for that? I, but millions are tonight. Millions are. I don't know one person in my life, and I know a lot of people, I don't know one that supports Bernie Sanders. Now I don't hang with um, the millennials, I'm not uh, on social media, I tweet, but that's because I have to for my business, but believe me, I'm not in any of that, so I don't know them. I know what they do and what they say, but I don't know them personally. But if I did ever meet one, I would go, are you kidding me? You want a depression? Is that what you want? The whole economy to be wiped out? All the retirement funds, the college funds, everything evaporates? That's what you want? You trust Bernie to run your whole life? All your medical problems the federal government's going to have a say in? What kind of car you drive? How you heat your house? where you work, how much money you take home. You want the federal government making all of those decisions? No self-defense, you can't defend yourself? We're going to withdraw all troops from overseas so Al-Qaeda and uh, ISIS can reconstitute? You think they're not going to do that? Of course they're going to do that. This is what you're voting for? I mean, think about it. It's insane. But they are. Millions of them. Voting for, yeah, Bernie, yay, Bernie. (laughs) But the same thing happened in almost every country in the world at one time or another. They voted for insane governments. They all paid the price. You know, I don't really wanna pay the price. I've worked too hard for what I have. I don't want the federal government running my life and telling me what doctor I can go to. Oh yeah, you can go to any doctor you want, sure. If you pay them $15 an hour, (laughs) because that's what it's going to be. You know, if you have a bad hip, why don't you go on up to Canada and see if you can get a hip replacement up there? I got friends in England. They need shoulder replacements. They need some surgery. They need all that. All right. Yeah, you can get it 15 months from now. (laughs) It's so crazy. So. Trump versus Biden is much harder for the president than Trump versus Bernie. Not that Biden's going to wipe him out on the stage. Not that Biden is going to be glib and going to be able to top uh, Trump. But Biden has a constituency. In fact, my recommendation to say it ain't so, Joe, is not to say anything in the debate. Hold up a paper like this that says, I'll do what Barack did. That's it. That's your campaign. I got to do anything else. All right, so Biden wins Tennessee. Um, Not yet called uh, Arkansas, but Biden's ahead. Um, Maine, Minnesota, not yet called. And Sanders is leading in Texas. Um, But that's going to be close. That's going to be close. Sanders could win Texas. I guess the Hispanic. And if anybody understands or knows why Hispanic Americans, so many of them, are voting for Bernie Sanders, please tell me. Isn't it interesting that African Americans don't want any part of Bernie, but Hispanic Americans do. And I, can't, I don't know. You know me, I always think I know everything. I have no clue. Why? I thought that Hispanic Americans, in general, more conservative, that they didn't go for the socialism thing, since you saw such horror shows in Nicaragua, in Venezuela, in Cuba. You didn't see that. Anyway, again, Tennessee is Biden's, and uh, we are tracking Arkansas. I'm going to say that I think Biden's going to take that. Massachusetts, I don't know. Maine, I don't know. Minnesota, I don't know. Texas, I think Bernie is going to squeak it out, but it's going to be close. Okay. Um, we have a few minutes left. And again, I want to remind you that we do analysis four days a week, Monday through Thursday. And then over the weekend, we do a whole bunch of little things too. And if you sign up for BillOReilly.com premium membership, you get a free book. I have an upcoming book called Killing Crazy Horse out in May. You get it free or you get United States of Trump, a huge bestseller on Donald Trump, which will explain who the president is, is best you've ever heard, I think. So you get a book free. And if you want a concierge membership, a little bit more money, you get direct access to me. So then after a broadcast like this, you can write me an email that says, O'Reilly, you dumb son of a whatever. Why did you say this? And I'll answer you. I will. Not some secretary or assistant i i'll answer you that's a concierge membership okay so uh let's go with some mail i think i covered all the ground we have message boards that uh concierge and premium members post on every day a lot of fun it's another good reason to sign up i just saw bloomberg's one hour infomercial on fox that's the town hall that was last night he had all the answers to the pre-programmed questions would like to know how much he paid Fox for the town hall. Look, um, Bloomberg knew what was coming. He knew that he wasn't going to be attacked, and rightly so. Fox shouldn't have attacked him, but you know, these town halls are pretty friendly. Uh, I will say that. Bob is a concierge member on the Message board. They have not heard or read anything about how the coronavirus is being spread. Is it through contact airborne? The CDC, Centers for Disease Control in Atlanta, their website is the best. Bob, just go there. They have all kinds of stuff on the coronavirus. Stephen, concierge member, Mr. Riley, been a big fan of yours for decades. What do you think will happen if the homeless population in Seattle, San Francisco, and LA gets infected with the coronavirus? What an excellent question. So we all know that disease in the homeless camps in those three cities and others is out of control. All right. We also know that if you quarantine the people in the homeless camps, their drug addiction will kick in and it'll be violence. Well, these are people who can't go without their heroin, methamphetamine, cocaine, whatever it may be. That's why they're homeless to begin with, most of them. All right. Boy, that would be something if coronavirus breaks out in the homeless camps. That would really be uh, an intense situation. And I don't know what the state of California would do. Obviously, they can't handle the problem now. Sandra Fernandez, Oswego, Illinois. If Biden or Sanders is elected, I'm more concerned about their VP choice. Both are 78 years of age. Excellent point, Sandra. Now, uh, you know, the Bernie would have to put on a more conservative Democrat, probably a woman. And Biden would have to put on a younger, more liberal than he is person. Probably a black woman, or at least an African American man. So keep that in mind, but you make a great point. I mean, these guys are uh, geezers, and uh, VP could come in. Deborah Roth, Hudson, Florida. appears Joe Biden could be getting coaching from an earbud. I have an earbud here, but... Nobody wants to talk to me. Um, look at his response. You know what? I, I don't know, but I, I can tell you this. I would be shocked if Joe Biden has an earpiece. He can't even speak on his own. You imagine somebody trying to tell him to say something? I I I can't imagine, Deborah. Ashley Verona, Hastings, New York. For a long time, we received daily updates on the immigration crisis at the Mexican border. It's been a long time, since so I've heard any numbers about monthly crossings. Are you able to provide an update? I will be in a couple of days. The February numbers will be coming in, and I promise we'll have them for you, Ashley. The crossings are way down because of the deal President Trump made with Obrador, uh, who uh, Senator Klobuchar couldn't remember, but I, of course, do um, And remember that President Trump is going to designate the drug cartels as terrorists. That meant that the USA could attack them with drones and ground. Obrador said, please don't do that. We'll help you stop all the illegal immigration by placing the army at the Southern and Northern borders of Mexico, which Obrador did. And that is why the immigrant flow is down. You heard that story nowhere, but here, by the way, we reported it first. When I did my interview with uh, President Trump on the radio, I asked him about this. No one else has. Carolyn Glenn, Escondido, California. Esquire has an article about a court order to President Trump pay $2 million for misuse of his charity foundation. Is it factual? I don't know. I don't read Esquire. It's a far left publication. But the state of New York did sue the Trump Foundation for stuff. I didn't follow it that closely, but he did have to pay. Um, the foundation did have to pay something in fines. Eleanor, your column, The Tribal States of America, was excellent and so true. Really sad. I hope everybody will read the column. That's free on the website, The Tribal States of America. Elmore Sagehorn, Elmwood Park, Illinois. I pre-ordered my copy of Killing Crazy Horse with a personalized book plate. Thank you, Elmer. Um, I hope this isn't your last killing book. It is not. We have one more under contract, and I will tell you what that is in June. But for now, Killing Crazy Horse is out in May. You can pre-order it here, Amazon, all of that. It's a rollicking book. Um, Also, it's Lent for those of you uh, who even know anything about religion. See this? This is Killing Jesus. The hardest book I've ever had to write. If you buy one of our books, any book you want, you get this free. You get it free. A really good Lenten read. It's not a religious book, it has nothing to do with religion, nothing to do with Christianity. It's about Jesus of Nazareth, the human being. Huge bestseller you may remember. Uh, Who Wants to be President is my live tour begins June 12th, all right, Fort Wayne, Indiana, at the historic theater there in downtown. Um, Embassy Theater, one of the oldest and classiest theaters in the upper Midwest. Fort Wayne, slice of Americana, I chose it because I haven't been out there in a while. So, you can buy tickets through us you can go to the box office or W O W O WO Radio. Our big affiliate in Fort Wayne is co-sponsoring the event, June 12th. Who wants to be president? Live show with Moi. Moi is me, I think, in French, but could be Romanian. Not a big linguist. All right, let's recap before we let you go. And I hope you enjoyed the presentation. Write me, please. Write me, Bill at BillO'Reilly.com. Tell me what you think. So we got Biden, big winner tonight. All right, even if he loses Texas, California, he's gonna be competitive in Texas. I want a slew of states, Virginia, North Carolina, Tennessee, big winner. Uh, Elizabeth Warren, a nasty woman, has to leave. She's gone, no chance. Bloomberg, another loser tonight. Didn't really make any inroads. There's no way he's gonna get the nomination. Does he continue to spend hundreds of millions of dollars? I don't think he will. I think I make a deal with Biden that if Biden wins, Bloomberg will get something and then Bloomberg will endorse Biden. Bernie, still a front runner, but not nearly as strong as he was this time last week. I don't think Bernie's going to get it. I'm still going to stick to my prediction. Joe Biden will be the Democratic nominee for president and he will run against Donald Trump. Finally, I have a little friend here who wants to say hello. Come over here. Ready? She I just woke her up, so she's not happy. Ugh. Holly, the terror dog, bailed out of the Super Tuesday coverage early. Right, Holly? It was too much. I know. Now Holly is an independent dog. She has made no endorsements. No? What was that? Oh, you tell Holly to smile? You gotta give her something. You gotta be bribed. Holly's a socialist. If you give her something, she'll do what you want. Right, Holly? Cutest dog in the world. So if you become a premium or concierge member, you have direct access to Holly, which means you have to walk her. Okay. (laughs) Thank you very much for spending uh, Super Tuesday evening with us. Uh, We will be here tomorrow, and we hope you enjoyed it, and we will see you then.